0: Good morning, everyone. Let's see, January 22nd, and let's get started with the first one right here, which says, good morning. This is Veronica. I recently joined the Montero organization. My husband and I have a real estate license, and let me see, uh, real estate license, and uh, he's a lead generation for a business. And then I take over the client, very good. So she's the one, Veronica is the one doing the lead conversion. We've been thinking to set up our own LLC. I think, Veronica, I already helped you with that. I refer you to, uh, to an accountant. So if you have if you need an accountant, let me know, write to info at Monted Organization, and we will refer you to a couple of accountants we work with, right? Uh, I'm in the process of obt- obtaining the web address for both Spanish and English pages set up by the Monted Organization. For those of you who have, pretty much everybody here has the black box, which includes also the website. Got it? Should I pick a name that is good for both, company and website? Do you have a referral that can help us with setting up our company? I already did that. So Veronica, very, very important. I brought up that, uh, that question. I see Eugenio, how are you? The first one right here, okay? So I haven't seen you in a while. So I brought up that question because it's very common and I see a lot of agents making the mistake of putting their own name as a domain name, right? It's good to have your own, Orlando orlandomontiel.com, for example, and if you go to orlandomontiel.com, it goes to our website. However, uh, buy your own name if it's available, but more important, understand that the domain name that you choose for your website should be at a, around a, about your area. For example, we are in Miami, right? So if I'm going to work in downtown Miami, it should my website should be downtownmiamirealestate.com. If that's not available, downtownmiamirealestatenews.com. If that's not available, downtownmiamirealestatetoday.com. So you have Miami Real Estate, Miami Real Estate News, Miami Real Estate uh, Today. You want something that is easy for the buyer and seller in your area to You want to make sure that that name grabs their attention and it immediately relates to them. All right, Veronica. So very, very important, whether it's in Spanish or in English. So for example, if you're going to be in Spanish, just Miami real estate, uh, and then you say bienes Raices, right? That would be in in Spanish. So very, very important guys. You need a domain name that relates to your area because Orlando Montiel.com to the, for the people that don't know me means nothing yet. Right? but downtown Miami real estate means a lot for the people that I want to target. Very, very, very good question, guys. Make sure you have the domain name with the right community. All right, so let's keep going. If you have any questions, I see a lot of good mornings here. Too many people say good morning too, so I said to the group, let's go to the next question, which is loaded. Let's see, right here, share, right here. So today, as you know, your number one assignment is to analyze whether you have a domain name with the area where you want to farm, right? So we are not only in downtown Miami, we're about 15 minutes from downtown Miami. We live in an area that's called Coral Gables, right? And Coral Gables is divided into North Gables, right? That's what they call it, North Gables, and South Gables, right? So the question would be if I'm in North Gables, my office, right? northgablesrealestate.com. So do you have a domain that relates to your area? And if not, then you know you need to get it. It's 15, 17, it's between 14 and $17 a year. You can go to uh, godaddy.com, get it there. Very inexpensive, all right? So the second question right here, let's see, which is Nikki Tam, I'm a realtor in Venice, Florida. Beautiful, beautiful place, Sarasota County. My challenge is lead generation and marketing. Very good, which is pretty much the same thing, right? Lead generation and marketing is exactly the same thing, right? It's just a technical word. I'm excited to take my business to another level. My business goal is to make six figures income. Looking forward, making this to be the best year in real estate. And Nikki and the team, we are here to help you guys. So lead generation, very, very simple. Please write it down. Many of you already know it. Again, you don't come to the session just to learn new things. You come to the session to master the things you already know. So remember, there are four quadrants to real estate. So Nikki, if you want to truly develop your lead generation campaigns, if you truly want to generate more leads, remember, I'm gonna make a a stop right here. I'm going to differentiate or or make, make it clear what the difference is between marketing and selling. Remember guys, Marketing, it's everything we do out there, online and offline, to generate leads, right? Selling, it's what we do with the leads we got through marketing, once we have them on the phone or face-to-face. You see, there are two completely different set of skills. Marketing, it's getting the lead. Selling is what we do with, with the lead once we are on the phone or face-to-face with them. That's why you have both programs here, right? So marketing, there are four ways of lead generation. There are four ways to do marketing. Please write them down. I know most of you have, for example, I see Antonio right in front of me and he's, he's seen this many, many times. And the good thing, Antonio, about you is that you, you always want to improve, to master, the same skill over and over and over again, right? If you wanted to become a golfer, if you wanted to become a doctor, if you wanted to become an architect, an engineer, it's not about learning something new every day. It's about mastering the same things over and over and over again, so you can do them better. So lead generation. Number one, email marketing. Not only Do you have the system, which 99% of you have the black box, right, Or, or, or website email marketing campaigns automated, but have you mastered the use of this platform? Or if you are not using this one, you might be using MailChimp. You might be using Constant Contact. The question is, have you mastered Constant Contact? Have you mastered the black box? Have you mastered whatever email marketing system you have? If the answer is not, then you know what to focus on. Now, once you've done that, and once you've perfected that, you go to your email marketing dashboard every day, you know how many people open it, you know how many people click on the email they open, and you are contacting these people every single day, and you know exactly what to tell them, then you move into the second lead generation form, right? Which is social media, right? We go in that order because we're going from the cheapest to the most expensive one. Then social media, have you mastered, number one, Facebook lead generation lead generation campaign and if not then you need to do that's what exactly what you need to focus on Right number three. It's what it's online marketing and in online marketing We have retargeting and if you don't know what that is, then you need to study that or right? We're here to help you with that number two You need to make sure you have Google Ads and if you don't have Google Ads, then we're here to help you with that number three Zillow, realtors.com, they're a little bit more expensive. That's what's number three, right? Have you mastered Zillow or realtors.com? Have you used them before? They're very, very good ones. I'm, I'm not getting paid uh, to, to mention that here, but I have many agents, we have many agents in coaching that use Zillow and realtors.com and they're doing amazing with those, right? It's not about the tool, it's about the ability they have to convert those leads from Zillow and realtors.com. And then finally, number, number four, Very simple, it's offline marketing. And the main three are what? It's magazines, newspapers, and of course, the main one that everybody knows, postcards. So if you want to generate more leads, if you wanna make sure that you have a constant flow of leads, then you need to master those four. Of course, at the beginning, if you are getting it started, for most real estate agents, they have a limited budget and of course, limited knowledge and experience. So you're gonna get started with email, then you're gonna go into face, uh, uh, social media, online and offline. But you need to master each and every one of them. Very, very, very good question. And by the way, if you have any questions right now, now we have a lot of people on the call, if you have any question right now, any question about lead generation, this is the time for you to ask. That's why we do these live sessions, for me to answer those questions for you. And do not be afraid. Believe me, the question you have, it's pretty much the same question everybody else has in the call, all right? It's all about mastery, mastery. So let's go to the next one. While I'll wait for some of your questions right here. All right, so that was Nikki answering the question. Very, very good question. Nikki. that's the number one issue most real estate agents have. Good morning, Orlando. Can you please clarify the Project 250? I would like to know if the project 250 a list of individuals that are in our farm area or is it a list of our most important or closest contacts very 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 good so as i have mentioned before guys the heart of our business it's the database right it's not only about how many people we have in our database but even more important than how many people we have in our database is the relationship the strength of that relationship we have with our database so the project 250 it's all about all the people past clients past leads people that you could not convert in the past friends and family everybody actually that is not it within your farm area so you want to put those people and. All of us, all of us, believe it or not, I can guarantee you that every single person in this call have a list of at least 250 people. How can we find those people? Well, the phone is the easiest one, right? Most of you have more than 250 people on your phone. And I would say most likely two to three times as many. Got it? Not only that, but also on Facebook and also on LinkedIn. So, it's going to be very, very easy to get to at least 250 people. Again, those are not the people in our farm area, all right? Those are our past clients. Those are, let me make sure that I uh, put everybody on mute. Uh, Denise oh, that was my wife. Well, there we go. Chat. let me make sure that I, oops. Right. why right, can I, okay, mute it all, mute all. All right, so again, that's one of the most important. And, and when I work one-on-one, right, with the experienced agents and the top agents, and, and I do that with the new ones too, but the new ones are obvious, right? But I got a lot of new, uh, you know, experienced and top agents coming to one-on-one, and I ask them to do that Project 250. And it is like an, an, an eye-opener exercise, right? Uh, I learned that when I was at Bank of America back in the 90s. And then when I joined Prudential Financial, it was exactly the same exercise and exactly the same name. We need to have a list of at least 250 people in our database. And it's our job to make sure that with email marketing, right, we constantly, we have enough frequency and consistency to position ourselves as the expert of choice. It is clear that we do that, right? Uh, Lily asked a question about that, which is, I have I, I, have on my database buyers and sellers, everyone. Do I need to divide them, or can I start sending them emails and then organize my list? Very good question, Lily. Very, very good question. So you want to organize them. The sooner, the better. But what you said at the, at, at the end is very important. Or should I organize them later, right? So you want to start sending them information right now. But understand, Lily, that our clients, right, buyers and sellers has have completely different objectives, right? One wants to sell, they're not even thinking about buying right now. And most buyers is listen, I don't I I don't need to sell. Some some of them will, you know, will wanna do both, but we want we want to make sure that we identify exactly what's their priority. So yes, Lily, you need to make sure that you put them in different buckets. And Lily, you have the real estate black box, right? So make sure you, you categorize your buyers into the buyers list because the information for buyers, again, is completely different from the information from sellers. And the same way, the same thing goes with sellers, right? So make sure you categorize them. But if you don't have the time this week or next week or in three weeks, maybe a month from now, i rather you keep sending them information to the whole list than not send information at all. At the end of the day, Lily, most of those people are not going to read your emails or my emails. That's email marketing. The open rate is about 18% in our industry. So Lily, don't take it personal. I don't take it personal. It's just people are not interested right now in buying or selling. So in the meantime, you're positioning yourself as the expert of choice. Remember, guys, when we go to pre-licensing school, they teach us, right? People do business with us, Lily, because they know us, like us, and trust us. And that is 100% true. But even more important, people do business with us, not only because they know us, like us, and trust us, but because we constantly remind them of what we do. How many times have we, the people in the, in the, in the call today, how many of us, right? How many of us have lost a client because we didn't do enough follow-up because we were not present because we were not sending the emails because we were not doing the campaigns on social media because we were not sending them postcards right and they didn't do it on purpose lily they just forgot that we were in the business right so very important i rather you send them information and then segment that information or that list into buyers and sellers than not send at all very good very good point lily like that like that and marie what should you do with the leads from Facebook? And I know, Marie, you're working those Facebook leads a lot, right? What should you do with the leads from my Facebook lead generation ad uh, that did not show any interest? Should I still put them in my CRM? Yes. As I do those who show interest? Yes. Or at least spoke to me? Yes. So, Marie, very, very important, right? Most people that we talk to say they don't have any interest. However, understand that anybody that, Anna Marie, you're in our program with a Facebook campaign, so we manage the campaign. For, for those of you who, uh, who are not listening to this question, we manage Anna Marie's, like other agents, uh, Facebook campaigns, right? So if, if, if you want us to manage your Facebook campaigns, send us an email, info at monteorganization.com, and we'll explain to you how we can help you with that. So we manage Anne Marie's Facebook campaign, and she's generating a lot of leads. And many times, leads say, "No, I'm not interested right now." But as I say over and over and over again, sh- will you download the seven steps to buying or to selling a home in Copenhagen? Would you download that? Of course not. Right. So we—it's uh, our job, Anne Marie, not to believe those people that said, "I'm not interested." they might not be interested in taking action right away but every single person that downloads all right, information from the internet has certain degree of interest even if it is very little because we don't want just garbage Of the garbage to us meaning i don't want information that i'm not going to be using all right? so to answer your question anne marie very good question yes put them all into your database into your black box email marketing system, and then the job is to make sure that they open your emails. Especially, pay very close attention, Amari, to those who said I'm not interested. Put them in the CRM and look if they are opening the emails, and then call them two weeks from now. Hi, Marie. I noticed that we spoke two months, uh, two weeks ago, and I know you said that you are not interested on uh, in purchasing a home or selling your in Boca or selling your home in Boca town right now. I, however, I noticed that you open Uh, recently the email that we sent a couple of days ago, right? Just wanted to know, Anna Marie, if there's anything I can do for you, tell me, how can I help you, right? That's it, that's our job, guys, is to be talking to people every single day, right? And again, remember, remember the numbers, all right? It's about 20% of the people you try to reach out to are going to answer. From that 20% that you talk to, Anna Marie, 20% are gonna say they're interested. So out of 100 people that you talk to, about 20, 80 are gonna say, no, I'm not interested, right? And out of those 20 that said yes, you're gonna convert about 20%, right? Those are the numbers. And this is the most important thing, guys. If we understand the numbers, then we should not get frustrated. We understand that that's the numbers, those are the numbers in sales, period. And what we have to do is to make sure that we talk to enough people, all right, that eventually will become interested. Very good question, I very, very, very good question. Wellington, besides the personal contacts, we should get to the emails from the chosen farm area, correct? Okay, should we start with the 250 and then expand or start with the 250 plus the contacts from the farm area together? If yes, how to reach the contacts from the absentee owners? My case in Meat Beach. Okay, very important. Let, let me go back to the 250, which is a key exercise. By the way, that's the first exercise we ask you guys. So for those of you who are new in our platform, that's the first exercise we ask you to do in our program. Okay, so let's talk about that. So, we have the list, the, the, the Project 250, identifying at least 250 people, friends, family members, past leads, past clients, right? Those go into the buyers list, the buyers list on your email marketing, right? right? So that's number one. Ideally, Wellington, you'll have way more than that. We have agents that have three, five, seven, ten thousand 10,000 people in that database. Great. The bigger, the better, right? And our job through the box, the real estate black box is to Strengthen the relationship with all with all, all those leads. Got it? Okay, very good. So the system is gonna be sending them information on our job every single day is to go to the dashboard and see who opened the emails and ask them, Hey Wellington, how you doing? I noticed that yesterday you opened our, our email, you know, three steps to buying a home in downtown Miami. Tell me what questions do you have about it? How can I help you? That's our job, guys, every single day. Got it now. He said, then what about the farm area? The farm area is a completely different list. It goes instead of the buyer's list, goes into the seller's list, right? So the more people you have into the seller's list, okay, the more emails are gonna go out. The question was, how do I find them? Send me uh, send send us uh, wellington an email info at montielorganization.com. I will contact you with one or two companies that have the list of owners in your specific area. Talk to them, you know, you will have your arrangement, ask them how much they charge, I think it's $300 or something, it's not that expensive, and uh, give them your zip code. Those are companies that have been around for a long, long time. They they put together uh, databases, right, for different industries. So email us at info at montielorganization.com. I'm going to put it right here for everyone. Info at montielorganization.com and our team will connect you with one or two companies that can help you get the database of the people, as you called it, which is very, that that's the term, in your farm area. Very, very, very good. All right, guys. So, that's... The way we work the project 250, right? So let's continue with the questions. If we don't have any questions right now, Carlos repetition is key. Very good, Carlos. You can always visit our training modules in the TMO lab where we value information is waiting for the module. X. Okay, so implement project 250 within module number one. Thank you very much, Carlos. Carlos is our director of uh member experience. Any questions you have for him, you can write to him at Carlos. At he will guide you through the whole process. As he's saying right here, module number one, Project 250. Watch that module. It is very important for you to organize that database. Remember, guys, selling is not an event. Selling is a process. And what Carlos is saying here, repetition is key. We need to be in front of our clients over and over and over again. Think about the top agents in your area. How many emails if you're in their database do they send you a week four five six sometimes seven ten how many postcards do you see from them where do you see them magazines postcards some of them even have benches right now or our cars driving around with their name got it it's all about frequency and consistency repetition being in front of your clients at all times the top top What's the biggest brand in the world? Coca-Cola. Do they still do advertising? Of course. Everywhere in the world, everywhere in the world, right? Because if like the saying goes, out of sight, out of mind. And unfortunately, most real estate agents get frustrated when they lose a lead or when they don't have enough leads and they don't realize that it's a game about being present. Repetition, as Carlos said, right? Repetition, 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 repetition. You need to be in front of your leads because you don't know when they're ready to take action. So some people get discouraged, and I'm not saying Ana Marie, but Ana Marie gave, gave, gave that example, right? I'm not interested. Yeah, You might not be interested right now, right? But I know that eventually, Ana Marie, you are going to buy or sell. In Florida, for example, for those of us who are in Florida, the average person moves every seven years. And Anthony Askoweth, which is one of our top top agents in coaching, Hall of Famer for Remax, and I highly I highly recommend you watch his interview. I'm gonna direct you to the Miami Real Estate Show right here. Uh, let me show you this real quick. Go to uh, the Miami Real Estate Show right here. Most of you are subscribed. If you have not subscribed, yet, I highly recommend you do so. Whoops, I don't know what happened here. Let me show you this right here. I know most of you are, there you go. No, there you go. Go here and uh, he says something very interesting. And uh, right here, highly recommend you watch, uh, share screen. You watch this and register. Let me me give you the, the link. Copy. Register right here. Watch this interview. All of them if you can. And the sooner the better. Consume this interview while you're shaving, while you're doing exercise, while you're in the car, right? You don't have to watch it. You can listen to it, right? So right here, Anthony Askle 125 transactions a year in the past 10 years. Watch all these interviews. So I'm going to give you the link right here and make sure to subscribe if you have not done so. And Anthony talks about how often people move let's say 7 years in the state of florida maybe you live in a, 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 in a in an area where they move a little bit you know a little not that often but let's say every 10 years right if you have 250 people let's talk about your database and those numbers come from uh, from uh, anthony if you leave, if you have a database of 250 people and on average, people move every ten years. And Marie, for example, you're getting all those leads, right? How many people? If you have a two hundred and fifty people in your database and they move every ten years, how many people are moving this year? Twenty-five. Twenty-five people. Those are that's mathematics, right? That's math. If you have two hundred and fifty people in your database, at least two hundred twenty-five people will be moving this year. And if you have 500 people in your database, at least 50. And if you have 1,000 people, which most of you should have at least 1,000 people in your database, especially if you're doing lead generation, if you have 1,000 people in your database, that's 100 people that are moving this year. Now, I'm gonna give you the biggest secret to selling real estate. Please pay very, very close attention. The biggest secret to selling real estate. Second to none. Let me mute everybody. Mute everybody. Are you ready for the biggest secret in real estate? The person who gets the listing or the person who gets to work with the buyer is the person, is not the best agent, is not the most experienced, is not the most knowledgeable, is usually the person that is present the most in the client's mind period, bar none, all right? The secret to selling real estate is to be the number one choice for your clients. And usually you're not the number one even because you are the most knowledgeable, is because you are the most present. I'm gonna say this again because nothing is more important to selling real estate than what I just said. Usually the person who gets the listing works with the buyer is not the person that is the most knowledgeable the most experienced the person that sells the most is the person that is present the most in the clients mind that's why you need to be there every single week at least three to four times some people will unsubscribe for you and that's okay but most people will recognize you as the expert even if you are not that expert right out of sight out of mind. Very, very good point. All right. So let's continue right here. If you have any other question, share that. So again, if you have a 1,250 people in your database, 25 are going to move. The question is not, not if they're going to move because they are. The question is, are they going to use your services to help them move? The answer to that is how often are you in front of them? How present are you in their lives? All right, so let's continue right here, share right here, next one right here, for 250, okay, right here. Hello, do you have a fillable PDF version of the real estate calendar? And I say, yes, I do, Brunora. Go to the library, in our our library, in the left-hand corner of your screen, fifth tab from the menu, scroll down to the middle of the page, and download the digital version. Carlos, if you can put a link, uh, or if you want the link uh, directly to it, uh, just uh, email us info on organization or take a picture of this, it's even easier, right? It's even easier. And another question that I might be able to answer for you, and then I suggest you download the open house guide and the pre-qualifying guide as well. So it's very simple, guys. All you have to do uh, I'm going to share my screen with you, and if you have any other questions, please make sure uh, to ask them right here. I don't have any other questions from this week that I prepare, so I'm open to any questions. Let me share with you right here how to get there, all right? So, I'm going to go here, share, let me know if you have any other questions, share. So, you go right here to the library, right? You go press English. We have them in Spanish too, so for those of you who would like it in Spanish, we have them as well. So you go down, all right, down right here, and look at all the different guides we have for you, all the different guides, right? How to post on Instagram, best time to send emails, the handling objection guide, download this one very very important if you're working with international clients right how to enter the interview sheet the open house guide you need to download this one guys the pre-construction sheet if you're selling pre-construction and then the pre-qualifying questions highly highly recommend you download this one and this is a real estate calendar right so for those of you who want the digital version because we also have the the printed version, right? If you want the printed version, uh, of course, there is a cost to it, this is $20. It costs us not only to print it, but also to send it. Uh, So it goes directly from the uh, printer. So if you want it, uh, the uh, printed version, email us at info at monteorganization.com. If you want the digital version, all you have to do is go right here, you click on view, and you ask to download, it's completely free, and you're going to see it right here. And you're going to see it right here. You see the downloading it, there you go. Now, important that you follow this and use it every single day, but as important as this one, which is every day, you need to make sure you also use the second page, which in the physical version is in the last page, right, which is exactly what you're going to be doing, right, for the next 30 days. Got it? So, this is what you commit to doing the next 30 days. This is the list of 20, which is the top 20 activities. Usually you don't even get to 20 activities for the week, right? These are the notes that go in the page. So right here, as you can see, for example, today is Monday. What are your top activities for this week, right? And then you have right here, right? What you're going to be doing from the time you start your day until the time you finish your day. And then you put here the daily notes right here, right? but you have the digital version, which is completely free. All right, guys, let's see if I have any other question. I think I have one more question here. Let's see, Uh, okay, uh, no, I don't think so. Carlos, okay, Carlos put it right there, uh, the real estate calendar, very good. Thank you very much, Carlos. All right, any other questions? Let's see, any other questions? I don't think I had another question from there. Let's see, I don't think I did have another question. Uh, Let's see. No, guys. I think that is it for today. It was a shorter session. Let's see. Remember to ask us any other question, any other question, any other question. And if there are not more questions, we are free to go today. Let's see. And um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. No. All right. Perfect. Let's see. I do. Go okay. get. Okay. Go ahead, Laura. This is this is the time for you guys to ask. I know you have a bunch of questions. So let's see, Laura. Let's wait for Laura to. I'm gonna, Bring some water while Laura asks. Let's see, where, let's see if I can find her. Laura, Laura, let's see. So Laura says, I'm looking for the buying and selling guides on the platform. I haven't found them. Where do I found them? Okay, what kind of properties? All right, so okay. Laura says, okay, let, okay now I have some questions, okay what price range should do Facebook? Okay, Laura says, what price range should I do on Facebook ads? So, the the price range, Laura, let's see, I don't understand the question. Let's see if it is price range in terms of the properties you want to find or the budget. If you can clarify that for me, let's see if I can find you here. Uh, I'll be more than glad to answer that. If you can clarify for me, what do you mean by price range? Uh, by the way, I'm going to start talking about what I'm assuming it is, which is relevant to all of you, and then you'll correct me if I was talking about something completely different, right? So price range. Guys, what we want to make sure that we do on Facebook is to target the area. And remember, Facebook, starting on August of last year, you can't anymore target by zip code. It's not allowed, right? The government uh, you know, uh, doesn't allow Facebook to segment on, in terms of housing, ad- housing advertisement by zip code. Right? So, what we can do, Laura, it's, for example, if I'm in downtown Miami and Facebook only allows me to go a minimum of 15 miles, I'm going to segment only to downtown Miami by the type of message. Right? Thinking about selling your condominium right, in downtown Miami, download the guide. Right the five things you need to know before selling any condominium in downtown Miami above $400,000. You see how now in terms of price ranges, right? I eliminate if I don't want anything under $400,000, right? Thinking about selling your $400,000 plus condominium in downtown Miami, don't until you read this guy, right? If you're thinking, if you have a a a, a condominium in downtown of $500,000 or more, don't sell it until you read this report. Same thing with buyers, right? Looking for $600,000 or more condominium in downtown Miami, don't buy until you read this report. You see how I'm segmenting by price and by area, even though Facebook doesn't allow me to do it just in downtown Miami, but by the message, condominiums, downtown Miami, and price, now I'm segmenting even more. Got it? Very, very good. All right. Irene, I'm looking for the buying and selling guides on the platform. I haven't found them. Where can I find them? Uh, Carlos, if you can, Irene, if you can uh, write to Carlos, Carlos at Montiel Organization, or actually, actually to info, info at MontielOrganization.com. Our team will take care of it. Irene, the buying and selling guides are not in the TMO platform. They're in the Octopus platform. So what's the difference between the two? Remember guys, TMO right here, this platform is the one with the training. How to generate more leads, the marketing training, and how to convert more leads, the what? The selling training. Now, we also give you access. That's why we call it the black box. We also give you access to the website. We also give you, we give you a website with your membership. We give you the content with your membership, which is, I mean, where you're talking about the buyer's guide, the seller's guide, but that is on Octopus. So if you can write to us, info at montierorganization.com, we'll tell you exactly how to get to that part Uh, the guides on the Octopus platform, okay? So by the way, we not only have, Irene, the buyers and sellers guide, we have nine different guides. We have the pre-construction guide. We have that seller, the buyers guide. We also have the financing guide. So we have many guides. So uh, ask our team not only to show you the buyers and sellers guide, but all the other guides we have. Maybe there is one that it's more appealing or gets your clients' attention more than the buyers and sellers guy, all right? And also um, by having access to our guy, remember you have a hundred percent authority to use authorization uh, to use it in your uh, marketing campaigns, online and offline, all right? Uh, I just to make sure you know that, all right? Laura, what kind of properties? Uh, what kind of properties? If you can be a little bit more specific when what says what kind of properties, maybe I was talking and then you immediately uh, replied to me. So I, I lost my train of thought, uh, Laura. So if what when you say what kind of properties, what are you referring to? I'll be more than glad to answer that. Alisa, one more. Where can I learn how to advertise on Instagram? Go right here. So let me show you. Oh, now we have 11 different messages. Okay, now, okay, very good. So go to our left hand corner. Let me show you right here. Uh, is it this one go right here you're going to see right here you can see it if you go right here you're gonna see instagram all right total instagram you're gonna see a lot of information also if you can find it yourself we have a lot of guides on instagram if you can find it right here email us at info at our team will tell you these are the four or five links that you need to go and see how to advertise on Instagram. Okay, very very good. By the way, important, Alisa. More than Instagram, Facebook. Facebook owns Instagram. All right. So the number one, I'm very, very good point, Alisa. Thank you for bringing that up. Very important, guys. The number one campaign we need to be working on, it's lead generation campaign on Facebook. Forget about posting. Forget about. Beautiful swipe ups. I want you to focus on creating your lead generation campaign on Facebook, which by default is going to be advertised on Instagram. I see a lot of agents wasting a lot of time on social media, posting and creating beautiful pictures, etc., which do not bring many leads. The one that is going to work for you, it's called lead generation campaign which by default, because Facebook on Instagram, most of you know that, is going to appear on Instagram. So Alisa, unless you have mastered lead generation campaign on Facebook, then I suggest you can go on and explore a little bit more of what the courses that we have on Instagram. But if you don't, make sure you master lead generation campaign, all right? What kind of properties should I advertise? Oh, now I get it, Laura. What kind of properties should I advertise? Price range of the properties. So again, Laura, uh, um, the key to Facebook campaign is to give them something, all right? And in return, all right, we're gonna get their email. So it's not about advertising properties. It's about advertising content that is relevant to that specific target audience. As I mentioned before, downtown Miami, right? I always put that one because it's easy for me to remember, right? The five things you need to know before, if you don't know the price range, the five things you need to know before buying a condominium in downtown Miami. So now if you're in the 200, in the 400, in the $800,000 range, you're going to download that guide because you want to know it. And now what I want is to have the opportunity to talk to you and pre-qualify you about the five different, and ask you the five different questions, right, Laura? Tell me exactly what you want, where you want it, what you want it, when you want it and how much, right? So again, I don't want to advertise properties, right? Because it's going to limit the number of people that are going to be interested. For example, Laura, let's say that I have a half a million dollar condominium in downtown Miami, but you are looking for a million dollar property or you're looking for $300,000. I just lost you because you are not interested on that specific property. I don't want to advertise properties most of the time, unless I wanna create a profit campaign for an open house on a weekend. What I want to advertise is content, relevant content for my target audience. Very good question, Laura. Alejandro Moreno, what should we be expecting in the coming months for the South Florida real estate market? Also, where can I look up the most current information about our market and its current market increase or decreasing values okay so important since we have people around the country i'm gonna be very quick i just want you to go right here uh if you for that information all right because uh, that's only to south florida uh we have this information to the left all right which is uh real estate news go right here real estate news and we have uh the old, pretty much all the news We're Alejandro, we are filtering all the news, and that's about Miami because we're in Miami, but I don't wanna spend a lot of time here because we have a lot of people in different areas. So I have all the information here about what's happening in our current market. Just go to the left, Real Estate News, right? Click in here and you're gonna see what's happening, all right? Uh, by the way, uh, anyways, it's a good question. What I've seen around the country with agents, not only in the South Florida market, it's that properties have not gone down uh, in most markets, uh, uh, and our expectations were that they were going to go down so much. As a matter of fact, what I've seen that what I'm sensing around the country is that the demand of properties have gone going up much more than what we thought. So it has not gone down. As a matter of fact, I've seen more traffic lately. That might be because people held, you know, back for three or four months. I don't know that, uh, but. I see a stable market. I don't see the impact, uh, the, a huge impact uh, on on COVID on our real estate market going forward. I don't see it. Doesn't mean it's gonna happen. It's not going to happen. I thought it was gonna be way worse. Um, next week, most likely, I'm gonna have uh, an expert on on uh, numbers on the MLS, and he's gonna explain exactly the number we've seen. So I haven't seen. Anything any curve going down in the real estate market. So I hope that helps. Okay uh, Laura, do you always need to offer something? Yes, laura uh, Because that way I have a much bigger pool of people that are interested, right? The three things you need to know before selling your home in south my in and south uh, south beach is much better than offering a property in south beach because uh, that tailors to a much bigger audience and by offering just a property, I don't know who click on that unless they reach out to me. And it's very difficult for, for people to call me. Uh, it's not very difficult. It's, I'm gonna have a few, way fewer people calling me about that property, right? Uh, than if I, get, if I offer them something in, in particular, all right? So not always, again, if I have a listing that I'm advertising for the weekend, that I'm doing an open house for, yes, I want to do a traffic campaign, not a lead generation campaign, it's called traffic campaign on Facebook, so I can advertise it and generate more traffic for the weekend, all right? But for most of the time, yes, Laura, I wanna offer them something, good question. Ugo. Oh, I haven't known, I haven't seen you in a while, okay, Hugo, how are you? Please repeat the five things to know as every expert uh, from the MLA statistics. Sure, Ugo. so very important. We need to make sure, we need Let's mute everybody. Now, we didn't have questions and all of a sudden we have over 21. All right, so let's go. Hugo, so very important. Six things we all need to know regardless of what part of the country we're at. Six things, please write it down, guys. It's very important, write it down. Number one, number of properties for sale in our farm area. Number one, I need to know exactly how many properties for sale. One, two, three, four bedrooms, right? Number two, average price. Number three, Average price per square foot. Number four, highest for sale. Five, lowest for sale. And number six, days on the market. If I'm going to convince, show somebody that I'm an expert in this building, right? The best, easiest way to communicate that instead of telling them I wanna show them is by giving that information. Number of properties for sale, Average price, average price per square foot, highest and lowest for sale based on the market. Very important. Uh, Isabel, need to change to name of a company on my business card, should I add LLC or PA to my name? That would be a more of an accountant uh, question, Isabel. Uh, I can refer you to one if you don't have one, uh, but I would ask that to your accountant. That is not a marketing or uh or a sale uh, question. And even though, even if it is that, I don't know the answer to that. So Isabel, I would ask the accountant, all right? Uh, Alisa, I will contact Carlos, very good. Don Alejandro, Don, Carlos, very good. Do you know the name of the area 33134, three, not Coral Gables from South 8th Street, Lejeune Road, Flagler? I don't know it, no. Our office, it's between it's 57, 8th Street, right? And 37, but I don't know that area very good, Eddie. Right, Laura, what kind of property should I advertise on Facebook? I think I already answered that. Lily, I have here in Brickell two zip codes, 33131 and 33129. Should I start with one or, or, or two Okay, to work with? 33131 uh, and 33129 in that area. In Brickell, Lily, it's, it's very small, so use both. Right? By the way, 33129 is just the entrance of Brickell, so use both. Irene, thank you. Lily, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay, Mar- okay. Alejandro, thank you. Mike. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, let's see. Miriam, when you say you cannot target Facebook by sector, uh-huh. how do you allocate the money on Facebook to target those people instead of large groups? As I said, we need to segment them by three things, right? By mentioning the area, by mentioning the price, and by mentioning the type of client, buyer, or seller, right? Thinking about selling, right? Your Condominium type of property, or a condominium in downtown Miami, which is over $400,000, don't until you read this report, right? Very, very important. Dennis, I would like to shift my business from condominiums to single family homes without affecting my current production. What should be my first approach? Very good, Dennis. Very good question. So, it's ideal for those of you who can change from condominiums to single family homes. I would highly recommend it. However, don't get discouraged. One of our top agents, Nivaldo Soria, and, and it was super cool. He's, he sent me a text message yesterday. Uh, many of you know Nivaldo. Nivaldo went from $15,000 in his first year and in his second year to well over six figures. If you've seen them in the Miami Real Estate Show. Please go to the Miami Real Estate Show and watch Uh, his interview, he's one of the most recognized agents by the association of, by our association of realtors. And uh, he texted me yesterday, it was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, Even though I'm not that old or older than him, uh, he texted me this yesterday, which I think was so unique, so original. Uh, Let me tell you right here, Uh, and and, and why am I saying this? So he said, uh, thank you very much, a lot of, you know, congratulations on Father's Day, you are my real estate father, so that was pretty pretty cool from nevaldo i'm his real estate father i 'm not that older than him, but anyways he was was pretty cool so again, why did I mention Nevaldo because Nevaldo specializes in in three build, five buildings right now, and he never did uh single family homes, always condominiums and he had huge huge he has an amazing right? but understand that it's much easier to concentrate on uh, on, uh, on single-family homes because it gives you much more exposure. Can you do open houses in, in, in condominiums? It's limited, all right? Not as open as uh, a single-family homes. Can you put a for sale sign in a condominium? Most likely not, right? But you can, of course, in a home. So when you have five or six or seven listings in a condominium, fewer people, you have less exposure than you have in single-family homes, right? So if you can transfer from condominiums to single-family homes, that would be ideal. Now, the question from Dennis is, how do I do that? Well, Dennis, start developing your single-family home area, all right? Identify number of properties for sale uh, in the last uh, 12 months, identify the price range, and start marketing to that area without leaving your current uh, target audience. It's very, very simple, all right? Uh, just, just start advertising to that area that you work with before. Uh, Anne-Marie, what I've seen uh, and reading sales volume is down, but price on homes are maintaining the value. Yeah, I, I, would, agree, I would agree with that. Yes, uh, sales are down a little bit, yeah. Inventory is low, at least where I live. And, and I agree, Anne-Marie, Anne-Marie lives in Boca Raton, a very nice area in the state of Florida. Uh, so I think we are sensing that, Anne-Marie, uh, across the nation, right? Uh, sales volume is a little bit down. Uh, we've seen that spike. Uh, in our area, um, but but inventory is still low, so prices are holding. So I think that we have that across the nation, all right? Laura, thank you very much. Lily say thank you, you're welcome, you're welcome. Karen, average price or medium price in the market stats? I would say average price, uh, but if you want to use medium, it's okay too. Uh, that That's fine, that's fine. At least what we wanna show our clients is that is that we have the knowledge of the area, all right, Karen? But good question. Uh, medium is more precise, but if you want to use average, you know, it's it's just easier, right? Uh, than the median, you have to do an extra calculation, take off low and high uh, uh, to to find the median. That's it. Liam, thank you for another informative medium. Going to use this with my list today. Liam, you are never you're right here. You never miss a Monday session, so I appreciate and uh, your 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 dedication and devotion uh, to to your business. Any questions, Liam? You know, I'm here to help you and everybody as well. Wow, we didn't have any questions and we went to over 23. All right, guys, as you know, and as you can see, and as we prove you, it is our pleasure to, uh, let's see, one more question. Graciela, let's see, Pember Pines. It's a hot market right now. Got a bid on a property offering full price, plus $1,000, again, another four offers. In the first day, it went on the market. Yep, that's what I've seen. That's what I've seen in many parts of the country. We talk to you guys uh, almost every day. Right. I, I, my, my job, is I, I make it a, a habit. I try to, to every day talk to two or three of you at the end of the day when I'm leaving. So if you have not received uh, a call from me, email me or email info at Montero Organization I would like to have a call with Orlando. It's going to take about one or two weeks to uh, reach out to you but I'd like to know, you know, I want your feedback. I want to know if, how we can help you. And we have the weekly meeting, we have the forum, but I'd like to talk to you anyway. So if you want to talk to me, info at definitely my assistant will set up a meeting with me. I'm always reachable, right? Even though I'm doing seminars every day, it might take two weeks to get to you. Um, but I would love to hear from you, your feedback, and how we can help you improve your business, all right? Well interview, amazing. Thank you very much, guys. Johan, thank you, Orlando. Thank you very much, Johan, Graciela. I noticed, that Western, which is a small community, has a lot of inventory, and I couldn't find out why. Yeah, the different places. Uh, but again, it's moving, right? Uh, thank you very mo- uh, Thank you very much, Juan Lucetta, thank you very much for, for the comments. Uh, again, guys, we're here to help you. As you can see, whatever questions you have, we're here to answer them for you, right? We are in front of you every single day. So I don't think there is a question in real estate. In terms of marketing on selling, that we have not here and that we don't have the answer to so use our program use these meetings to make sure uh that we can uh, to to make sure uh we make uh make the progress help you make the progress and move your business forward remember on thursdays my brother has the same session in spanish so if you would like those sessions be invited to those sessions in spanish Write to info at I want to be added to the Spanish sessions. They're very, very, very good for those of you who also speak Spanish. So until next week, make it a very, very productive day. And in the meantime, I'll see you in the forum. Take care, guys. It's always a pleasure to work with you. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. <music>